Welcome to Elemental Fun, a historical and cultural look of the elements of the periodic table. Welcome to Elemental Fun. My name is Grace. My name is Cindy. And today we're going to talk about a element that is known for its smell, but we'll get further into that. Mm. What is it, Cindy? Sulfur. Sulfur. <laughs> That's a very sexy sulfur. Well, it's so <laughs> nice and Because rotten eggs are so sexy. powdery yellow hue is just <laughs> sexy. It's, it's what you Kinda. want. Kind mm -hmm. Not really. Sulfur. It's, people have known about it forever. It's true. There it's was no person that was like, Eureka, sorry, Humphrey Davy, you only get partial credit for this one, <laughs> not full credit. Yeah. We've known about it for a long time. The, yes. the name comes from either Sanskrit, which means, uh, which is Solveri or Sholbari, which is the enemy of copper. Mm. Which apparently doesn't like copper very much. Or it's um, also Latin, sulfurium. Mm -hmm. Sulfurium. Or some, I found another one that said that could be from the Arabic sufra, which is yellow. Eh. Mm -hmm. Probably all of them. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're all, it's a, they all a good choice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, uh, so, and you see it's spelled two different ways because, mm -hmm. you know, English versus English. English. <laughs> American versus <laughs> European and English. English versus English is English. English. That actually is a very accurate. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Which team are you grade. on, English or English? People are like, why is this spelled differently? Why are there more exceptions to the rules than not? I'm like, oh, you got me. I'm sorry. Actually, it's because we're a hodgepodge. We've talked That's about true. that. Yeah, we have. You know. Like, but the, the correct spelling is L S L S U L F E R, not P-H-E-R. Mm -hmm. But they all decided to be like, that's the one. Mm. All the chemists. I don't know why pH became a thing anyway. That's uh, weird. But the, so there's lots of different, oh, we talked about allotropes before, different forms of an element, but mm -hmm. the um, most common form, of course, is the yellow powder yeah. or crystals. Mm -hmm. Generally found in volcanoes and hot springs, right? <laughs> Which is a lot of times you go to hot springs, it's like, ah, the aroma. <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> so there's wonderful. one, there's one near here called Soul Duck. And it actually. Soul Duck? Soul Duck. It, please tell me it's spelled S-O-U-L-D-U-C-K. S-O-L-D-U-C. Oh. That's not fun. It's um, <laughs> There's actually a really in nice uh, Native American story behind it that it's a dragon sleeping in the mountains. Ooh. And like he breathes fire and warms up the springs. Mm -hmm. um, That's cool. But uh, yeah, we love to go there. And so does everyone from around the world. Because when Shane and I are there, we're like... I don't understand. What languages are being spoken? <laughs> Some strange like, things. What language is that? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Got no clue. It's not English <laughs> or English. Some type of Asian language? <laughs> no, but it's a, it's a nice one. But yep, it definitely has that, that tangy <laughs> smell. So, and you know the, um, that the sulfur itself actually doesn't smell. Right. Which is kind of crazy. It's just all these other compounds that we'll talk about that have these different smelling properties because of... Remember that you have some, you know, an element, and then it combines with something else. New and wonderful properties, different from the originals. Right. So, um, it is one of the few elements that's found in its pure form. So you mm -hmm. actually can find sulfur mm -hmm. all on its own in nature. Mm -hmm. um, but basically, um, 
culturally, it's been around for a long time. It's mentioned 15 times in the Bible. That's right. But it's not really called sulfur as much as it is called brimstone. It's what destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes. You will find brimstone mentioned throughout the Bible from Genesis all the way to Revelations. Yeah. And in Psalm even. Yeah, they, they know that it's like there's no other element that's that's mentioned nearly as much. Oh, as that. and it's it's always, you know, accompanying like the burning of hell, or you know, like Cindy said, Sodom mm-hmm. and Gomorrah. You know, the quote is the Lord rained down burning brimstone on Sodom and Gomorrah, which we've talked about Sodom and Gomorrah when we talked about salt because Lot's wife. Mm-hmm. All right, they were fleeing Sodom and Gomorrah, and she turned into a pillar of salt, salt, which odd don't know why <laughs> but um yeah and you know the lake of fire in hell and revelations right fire and and brimstone right and I, I will go more into brimstone and the cultural aspect of that if you want me to or we can back up Ooh, a little bit we first. can i don't know we can well we can do that stuff later but i do have a little bit of, of the history like um before you get into the details of it mm-hmm. um in the ancient greeks uh mm-hmm. they used it uh, um, as a fumigant Mm-hmm. Um, so they even back then um, it was mined near Mount Etna in Sicily yep. and used in bleaching cloth and preserving wine and it's still used in preserving wine today yes that actually sometimes your beer or your wine can have kind of that stinky rotten egg smell because they burn they burn silicon di- uh, sulfur dioxide and <laughs> silicon's gonna be the next one <laughs> uh, uh, and there it's absorbed by the wet clothes to bleach it or absorbed by the grape juice to help preserve it yeah so that was interesting no and what's funny is that um so real quick with religion i'm just gonna <laughs> go into religion just go right in there um that while the greeks use it as a fumigate the greek orthodox church they burn sulfur as a purification to ward off bad evil spirits saying that the smell is ironically the breath of god <laughs> so wow god has got bread breath bread <laughs> breath yeah yeah uh, here's a mint <laughs> um but then, you know, it turned into um, an adjective of a type of uh, Christian preacher that focuses on damnation, you know, oh, you right. mm-hmm. fire and brimstone. Right. Um, and the, the term fire and brimstone came from uh, the King James Version of the Bible okay. when they started calling it um, brimstone. Uh, and in 1670, a Puritan preacher, Thomas Vincent, he penned the book fire and brimstone um quoting psalm 11 6 after witnessing the great fire of london in 1666 oh, okay so he saw that big old fire and he was like what i'm gonna write this story <laughs> and if you read up about the great fire of london it's really depressing because what was a big fire well okay let me let me <laughs> yes no but what's really depressing is back in the day they said there were only six deaths because they didn't count people that were middle class or lower. Oh, so, so only high profile deaths. Yes. Got it. So, you know, while it burned down, like, most of London. Right. Only well, six, six people, people died. died. That's yeah. amazing. Terrible. So, um, yeah. So I can go more into, uh, but it's also mentioned and referenced in the, uh, in, in Islamic culture in their Bible as well, the Quran. Oh, okay. So it's um, a pervasive in religion. Yeah. And some archaeologists in 1924 went searching for Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh. And on the south end of, um, oh no, I didn't write it down. 
What's that lake? That's really you don't ask me geography. <laughs> no, it's like religion and geography. No, yeah, that's not my cup of tea. Whoops. Um. Anyways, <laughs> they found a place that had a lot of um sulfur um near Jerusalem, not in Jerusalem, oh, okay, but near. you know, in mm-hmm. and in the um, region. In the region, everyone that you know knows their Bible stuff. It's the lake that I'm failing. Oh, I'm failing. Bible camp failed me. Um, <laughs> anyway, so they found, they were like, this could be it. But all they found was just like a big amount of sulfur. So it also oh. could be where a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> or more likely. Who knows? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I just wanted to go. That's kind of older um, stuff. So it also used uh, 2,000 years ago in gunpowder in China. Yeah, it's still using gunpowder. Victoria era, it was used as a laxative and kids tonic when it was mixed with treckle. Treckle? Treckle? Treacle? Mm. I think it's treckle. Which is a syrup. Ew. Basically, they mixed syrup and uh, uh, sulfur together and helped you poop. Oh. (laughs) Your body's like, what the? Well, it is is Victorian time, so, you know, they're also using leeches and... Saying but, it's just God's plan that you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you can't do anything about it. So, you know, there's only so much. Uh, they use uh, ancient Greek fire, which is a flamethrower. <gasps> they use sulfur, which I thought was kind of awesome. Sulfur, you know, that smell, it really does kind of invoke like a <gasps> thing and you're like, oh no. Mm-hmm. That's why skunks are so successful. It's true, because skunks have it. So we'll go into the, the smells then, mm. since we've kind of... Let's just do it. Started reading something instead of saying what I wanted to say. Mm. (laughs) It's going into uh, the smellings that we have, the different ones. Um, So the the characteristic rotten egg smell is from uh, uh, hydrogen sulfide and H2S. Um, But what's interesting about that smell is that it... um, it's very strong, but then it vanishes because it actually deadens your sense of smell, Ooh. which is not good because it's also very toxic. It can It's a deadly gas that you, could kill you. Um. But that's not what they put in our natural gas, right? Not that one specifically? So um, that one is... Um, the So there, it's these things called mercaptans, which uh-huh. is organosulfur compounds, so not... Not, not hydrogen sulfide, right. Um, that's added to natural gas to make it smell so that you can smell leaks and stuff. Right. And that's so also what gives skunks their odor. So Wouldn't it be terrible if skunks were farting out hydrogen sulfide? They would not be alive. <laughs> and they don't fart in <laughs> Well, with exude it, you know. <laughs> everybody so thinks. with natural gas, it actually makes me think of that Friends episode where um, Ross is trying to flirt with the pizza delivery girl. <laughs> and he's like... So, uh, wood fire pizza? She's like, gas. He's like, gas. You know, they put the smell in. She's like, what? <laughs> He's like, Wait, they put that the smell, smell into, into the gas. And they actually didn't start doing that until, um, so they were kind of flirting with the idea of putting a smell in natural gas so that you could tell if it's leaking. Um, and they were like, eh, la, la, la. But there was this school in uh, New London, Texas that, exploded Whoa. because they had a natural gas leak oh, and they had they this, didn't know they about had it this, well they cut well there's some there's a really good uh podcast on it in um uh, stuff you missed in history class oh right and um basically they were kind of like taking it from the school's like kind of like 
taking it from a, a line that wasn't theirs and funneling it into the uh, school. So they're like uh, like getting kinda, cable from your neighbor's house. Yeah, kind of <laughs> getting natural gas from your neighbor. Right. Um, and there was been a leak. There had been a leak for a long time, and kids were having headaches. Right. And you know, but then one day after school, the shop class there was a spark, Oop. and it just boom destroyed it. And after that is when they started going. Okay, we actually need to put the smell right. and the natural gas. And that was in 1937, which makes me really sad because when I saw um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, mm-hmm. that takes place in the 1920s. And they're like, was it a gas leak? I didn't smell anything. And oh, I was like, like of course oh. you didn't. You didn't smell it because I didn't put the smell in the gas yet. Not till the ni- late 1930s. So when you Somebody are a history nerd, oh my gosh, the, 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 the more of a nerd you are, the more disappointed you are. <laughs> yeah, I bet every it's very time hard you see, to suspend your disbelief on certain things because yeah. you know too much. Yeah, I bet anytime you watch a dolphin oh, movie, it's terrible. <laughs> You're like, well, that's not okay. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna pretend that this is a different planet <laughs> <laughs> where this could actually happen. Thanks for not doing any research. Okay, um, and 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 other smells, um. <laughs> I just spat out my coffee. <laughs> um, so we have those Mercaptains, um, but then the thing oh, that... Captain Mercaptain. Mercaptain. Ah, ah, ah. The Oh, sorry. Um, so what uh, there's... Compounds also give... Uh, sulfur compounds also give garlic their odor. Onions is why you cry. And asparagus... Uh, Wait, the, sulf- the sulfur is why you cry when you chop? Yeah, onions. there's a compound in there that's a sulfur compound, apparently. It makes you that's what makes you cry dang it sulfur and if you ever have eaten asparagus and then peace peace smells weird it smells so bad that's also from that <sighs> yeah is it because it's mixing with like the nitrogen in your pee or is it no, it's just, just the compounds that have the smell remember because mm. that sulfur doesn't have its own doesn't right, smell it's right. the compound when it's combined with other things mm. that gives it a, an odor <laughs> you can have many different odors, not just rotten eggs. Look at that. I didn't so know nice. that. It really is the smelliest element. <laughs> well, the well, no, not smelliest the element in compounds. Well, but if it combined. didn't have the element, you wouldn't have the smell. True. So it is due to the element. True. True. Um, so let's see. They also, other uses, uh, they, um, they, they use it in vulcanization of black rubber, mm-hmm. fungicides, uh, Which actually the made the Goodyear guy go um, broke when he he had figured out he'd dropped some like sulfur into mm-hmm. like um, or some rubber into a pa- I don't know he was doing some type of experiment and he discovered that he was like ha ha but like he couldn't get it off the ground when he was oh alive I read and so he kind of died trying to make that dream oh, happen <laughs> that's unfortunate yeah it is. Uh, let's see. Most of the sulf- uh, sulfur is used to make a sulfuric acid, which is an important chemical in the manufacture of Western civilizations, right? So mm-hmm. sulfate is used, um, it's the most in use to make phosphoric acid, which is used to make uh, phosphates for fertilizers. Um, that's one of their big things. Uh, it's used in silver polish, uh, a lot in the production of pesticides that's and herbicides. interesting, though, because when we talked about silver, mm-hmm. wasn't it the sulfur in the air that that um, tarnishes it tarnishes it um, no i don't think it's the sulfur in the air usually it's o- that's ox- some it's kind of oxidation oh, okay yeah oh maybe the wait i thought it was 
Don't Ladies and so. gentlemen, please go back and listen to our <laughs> podcast, podcast on Silver. And see what we can't remember. See. We did that one a long time I ago. I know. It was so, a while ago. Just so you audience know, um, we've been really bad about getting our podcasts out at a decent <laughs> Consistently. time. Consistently. So, um, it, you know, years have gone by. So <laughs> Since the first one. Since the first one. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It's don't uh, well, We don't remember things. No. I'm but I mean, there's not that much sulfur in the air. No, but remember the whole the because it was lit by by candles. Mm. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. Somebody you go keep back. Looking. All the oh. people that listen to this, all of you out there, <laughs> all five of you. Um, <laughs> hey, let us more. know. Contact us at uh, elementalfunpodcast at gmail dot com and tell me what I don't remember about silver and about sulfur. silver and sulfur. But anyways, apparently it also. Um, polishes silver yeah it's used in yeah it's in silver polish um they uh use it in for making pesticides and this is interesting it's on uh conventional and organic farms so you can use sulfur as an organic because pesticide. it is organic it's from the earth well yeah but it, i think it's just kind of funny because <laughs> some some of the compounds can be quite toxic that it's used because the sulfur itself is non-toxic right. but sulfur right. um Sulfur and sulfate are non-toxic, but like carbon disulfide, hydrogen sulfide, sulfuric dioxide, sulfur dioxide are, are very toxic. And can, um, hydrogen sulfide, um, which is that rot, uh, rotten egg smell, um, can cause death by respiratory paralysis, <laughs> which is terrible. Um, and Woo-hoo. what's interesting is they, um, so for the pesticides and herbicides, they found that it's, you know, it's really good at doing that and they can do it on organic farms, but it is actually a lung irritant for workers, right? So right. again, some of these things. And then they started looking at it and like, maybe we should look at the surrounding areas. And so they did. And kids within a half mile of it have started, had symptoms and oh, things. And geez. so they're like within a kilometer, if it is there, they've noticed uh, increases in, in symptoms re- related to that and bad effects. So they're asking, they're um, asking the like, FDA and stuff to look into more of those issues. Um, sulfites are used to bleach paper and preservatives for foods. It's in surfactants and detergents. Um, calcium sulfate, which is gypsum, was mined um, in 100 million tons per year for cement and plaster. Mm-hmm. So that's a big part of, again, the what I said before, the Western civilizations, right? Using it yeah. for um, that kind of stuff. Um, and then, oh, you mentioned the fumigant part. Uh, the ancient pe- people used to use it for fumigants. Mm-hmm. Um, ancient till even the late um late 19th century so in 1889 uh they used it to they burned sulfur and alcohol in homes with smallpox scarlet fever diphtheria and measles to try to clean them out they were that was their version of a vaccine (laughs) well since they didn't have that yet it was at least something (laughs) trying to kill the stuff um but it is really important in biology actually Mm -hmm. even though you have some quite toxic compounds that come from it um, but sulfates uh, that um, in the soil and or in seawater are taken up by plants and algae, and um, they are used to make um, sulfur compounds are used to make two of the essential amino acids needed to make proteins: yep. um, cysteine and methionine. And what's really important is that methionine is one of the most important amino acids because methionine is the one that starts. It's always the start one, like the start amino acid to make a protein. You cannot make the protein unless you have methionine. So you need sulfur. Yeah. Otherwise, you can't make proteins at all. Mm. Which I thought was kind of interesting. They didn't, like, go into that. They just mentioned those two. But, mm-hmm. like, there are 
There are three different things that can stop a protein from being made, and I'm not going to go into the detail of the chemistry of it. Please don't. But <laughs> there's only one start one, and that's methionine. Okay. So, kind of important. And it's needed as coenzyme, a lot of coenzymes um, that need help. So there's these other things that go and help an enzyme do what it needs to do, and they're called coenzymes. Mm -hmm. um, sulfur is a uh, good one of that. If you hear the dog in the background. Yeah, that's my old dog, Kylie. She's um, a bit insistent in her old age, and she wants us to play with her, but she doesn't really play, so it's very confusing. Just say no. <laughs> um. uh, yeah, and so we have 140 grams of sulfur in our bodies, and we take in about one gram a day. Yeah, mm -hmm. I heard that. Mm -hmm. Mostly in our protein, right? Mostly in the in the meat, right? Probably. That's what I, I didn't read. Um, did you know that sulfur could save the planet? No, because I know that sulfur could kill the planet through <laughs> a, a um, acid rain and such. Well, yes, we will. <laughs> okay, let's do the negative and then okay. the positive. Right. Acid rain. Acid rain, terrible. So when coal and unpurified oil are burned, because mm -hmm. uh, it's all dead things that have been compacted over millions of years yeah. and they're full of sulfur as mm -hmm. we are um when they're burned it sends out basically silicon dioxide or so god i'm really gonna mess that up all the time <laughs> you really sulfur want to dioxide silicon, i really huh? do apparently not yet. Not next yet. one next one sulfur dioxide. sulfur dioxide um that goes that's what goes up into the atmosphere mm -hmm. combines um with uh, the stuff up there and then comes down as acid rain um and so that at rain, if you've ever seen um, pictures and stuff, you can see like statues that have been eroded away, trees die because everything has a, a, sh a small amount of um, pH range that it likes to be in. And yeah. outside of that, bad things happen. Well, and anything that's made with um, a lot of calcium, but like, well, there's that whole problem too about the... Oh, the calcium carbonate. Yeah, yeah, the calcium carbonate. Right, but, and that, but that comes from the oceans becoming more acidic because of acid rain. As well, not necessarily acid rain for the oceans, but the changing of the climate. And there actually is um, a, there's two identical um, statues. One is in mm. somewhere in the desert, and there's certain areas that and are much one that's worse. in east. I think it's in northeastern United States, either New York or mm -hmm. possibly a south, maybe in D.C. But they they were identical, and one of them now is just worn completely out. What do you think it is, Cindy? The desert or the more humid, rainy climate? The more humid, rainy climate. You are correct. <laughs> I'm so smart. So acid rain is caused. It's made. Right, and the, the, the areas that are more industrialized will have higher amounts. Of L.A. It. and and uh, London have yeah. very, and that's the the idea of smog as well mm -hmm. comes from that that burn off and and sulfur sulfur But yeah, so it, it's uh, oh, it also another reason why it, like it kills lakes in particular uh. is that it actually makes toxic aluminum salts soluble, and so therefore they get taken up by the organisms and they die. Well, so it's depressing. not even directly <laughs> killed by the sulfur itself. It's the effects of it after. Right, because sulfur is, I mean, isn't it one of those that, that wants to bond with um, oxygen usually? Uh, yeah, I mean, it will. That's, it's, you're commonly found like silicon, uh, sulfur dioxide, sulfates are all sulfur and oxygen. Yeah. Sulfites are sulfur and oxygen. So like he, it's a common like one. He likes to kind of react with other people. Mm -hmm. It doesn't usually have pretty outlook. <laughs> but... There's one tiny silver lighting in this acid rain cloud. Oh, tell me. Um, 
Some people think that sulfur can save the planet. The compound dimethyl sulfide, DMS, made in short by plankton, it can actually cool the planet. It has the ability that when it goes up into the atmosphere, I'm not sure exactly the science hmm. behind it, but they said that they can, oh. it can actually cool our ever-warming planet. Hmm. But it's the plankton. It's not acid rain that's going <laughs> to do it. <laughs> Sorry, mankind. Again, you won't know. save the planet. It will be the algae and the plankton. Well, if we don't kill the plankton first. Dang it. There's that. You just took my silver lighting and threw it out the I'm window. I'm sorry. Um, now it's just an acid rain cloud. <laughs> well, that's one of those. That can't, well, the balance of what, as how much acid rain we produce versus how much of the d- d- DMS is I, produced. It's a big could. Yeah. It was a tiny silver lining. Well, it's one of those things. It's important hope. things to look at because if we see those and then we can say like, oh, maybe this could help. Maybe that will end up developing or figuring out something that will actually be able to work. Right. Or we could just stop killing the planet. Or we could just, you know, not make it. Um, <laughs> Did you know why your farts smell? Because they have sulfur in them? Right, because the bacteria that are in your in your large oh, intestine right. releases sulfur. That's why they smell so, so lovely. So are bacteria farting in her? Mm-hmm. <laughs> going along with the gas that goes out. So the, the bacteria farts. And this those is not, farts. So that's so not actually me. It's my bacteria. It's like, sorry, my bacteria's been a little gaseous lately. <laughs> it's the sulfur in my bacteria. Seriously. Um, we didn't really talk much about um, this. I know no one discovered it. But we didn't really talk about, like, Antoine Lafayette and oh, Humphrey yeah. Davy. And can I tell you one more thing before we do that? Please do. As long as it has to talk about why my farts, I can blame them on something else. Well, this is, not, this is not your internal bacteria. This is cave bacteria now. Cave bacteria. Cave bacteria. So there's bacteria in caves that produce special stalactites called, get it, wait, snotites. Oh, God. Which I just loved. <laughs> S-N-O-T-T-I-T-E-S. Rolling my eyes. Snotites. But they drip sulfuric acid. And it's so concentrated that if you stand underneath it, it'll burn your skin and, and burn holes in your clothes. Can that be in a movie? <laughs> that would be I amazing. Snotites in a movie. Totally. Um, and but the so then the natural dissolution of the minerals as they get what's kind of washed and, and washed away, new caves are carved out. Yeah, because it's acid. That's <laughs> so cool. It's like it's literally dripping acid. It's so cool. Spread okay. the word, people. So, um, yeah, I feel bad for Anton Lavoisier because mm-hmm. we've talked about him before, yeah, too. He was These like, are all people that we've talked about like, before. He was like, guys, guys, this it's is a moment. In 1808. And Humphrey Davy was like, nope. Uh, no, it contained, it contains hydrogen. It's hydrogen. It's not Sorry. But then Louis-Joseph Guy and Guy Lussac, Guy Lussac mm-hmm. and Louis-Jacques Denard, Denard. which we'll talk about next time. Yes, we are. I'm going to call them the Louis brothers. <laughs> The Louis brothers. They proved it a year later, and I wrote in your face, Davy. Yeah, <laughs> Davy agreed. He did. He did. He, he did had say to same. concede because he's like, oh, okay, I guess you're right, but. So we just um. I wanted to talk about that because we didn't, and that's true. That was one of my notes. Mm-hmm. It was super important. Super important. I think I've oh, talked about almost for, everything else. I mean, for like, centuries, though, sulfur with mercury and salt were believed to be components of all metals and formed the basis for alchemy. Oh, yeah. Sulfur <laughs> was huge in alchemy. <laughs> we're going to change it all into gold. Uh, it's yellow. Yeah, it's gold. Fine. It's not. Nope. It's sulfur. No. Um, I got some stuff about natural abundance. Tell me about it. Okay. Um, again, natural as an element. It also caused the stank and skunks. 
Stankin' skunks. Tell me about how. how um, so where we find it, you know, obviously volcanic areas, it's very popular. Um, minerals and minerals such as iron pyrites, which is fool's gold, uh, galena, gypsum, epsom salts. And they used mm-hmm. to, to um, pull sulfur out, they used to force superheated steam into underground deposits to melt the sulfur. And then they pump to the surface as a liquid. But nowadays, they use various different purification processes right. to remove the sulfur from natural gas and oil and tar sands. But it's the 10th most abundant element in the universe and almost 3% of the Earth's mass. There's so much... that that brimstone! Brimstone! That mu- but that much, that 3%, could make two moons. We could have two moons just made of sulfur. Like our size moons. Yeah. I assume they said moons, so I assume they mean our moons. That would our moons, our moon. That would, uh, our moon. Our moon. Um, that would kind of fall along with the moon made of cheese. Mm-hmm. It was yellow. Mm-hmm. And kind of stinky. Stinky cheese. Does sulfur make cheese stinky? I don't think so. Dang it. That's something else. Although maybe it's bacteria. That's just a <laughs> good thing. <laughs> um, um, it is mentioned in literature, both in the Odyssey and in, in Dickens' Nicholas Nickleby. Also, it could be under sulfur or brimstone. <laughs> uh, and in World War One, it was used in mustard gas. That's bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. It doesn't just make your hot dog spicy. Sorry. Um, and when I was talking about the fire and brimstone uh, preachers, that came during the, quote, great awakening in religion in 1730s and 1740s. So that's when uh, Puritans started kind of like cracking the whip, no dancing, witchcraft. Right. Although that was more in the 1600s, but um, Great Awakening kind of came after that, but they still were fire and brimstone. Um, But that's the only other note I had. And for some, I found some of the stuff. um, Enviroliteracy.org was one of the places that I found some stuff. Cool. About brimstone primarily. Brimstone. But most of it, again, we either got from. I looked in periodic tales, mm-hmm. and he just throws the word sulfur out a lot. Oh, and so there wasn't really interesting, focus. fun cultural stories with that. Right. Um, I also looked in my kitty book and kind of told the same things that yeah. we talked about, but um, I like how I call it a kitty book. Kitty book. <laughs> it uses the... bigger words than I do, <laughs> but really cool pictures. Really nice pictures. There's a um, hot sp- hot sulfur springs in Colorado. You know that. Specifically, Sulphur Springs. Yeah, its, it's name is Hot Sulphur Springs, and it was founded in 1860 when white settlers um, discovered the Sulphur Springs that the Ute Indians had been using for centuries. I like how you call them <laughs> hmm? white settlers. That's what, they, that's what it said in the. When I just wrote it down as I read it. White settlers, as opposed to you know the indigenous people. And, no, I know it's just funny because like I always think of settlers as just white people. Because we're always right. the ones that took over of everything course. else. Yeah, so I'm just being specific. I know. <laughs> I don't know. It just made me giggle. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, I have a couple other fun things before we finish out. Yeah. I've got everything else. Tell me about it. So crystal sulfur spontaneously changes shape according to temperature. Fun. Yeah. So you can melt it and then let it recrystallize, and then you just observe it as it changes over time. I'm like, that's like, the coolest thing ever. <laughs> I'm just going to put you there, and you're going to change shape. <laughs> so cool. Wait, um, but you can't just set it there. Melted. No, it recrystallizes. Like right, when it cools off, it recrystallizes, and but then it'll change shape after it after it recrystallizes. Depending on the temperature. Right. 
as so as it as it cools off and recrystallizes. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. And um, so sulfuric uh, uh, sulfur dioxide burns blue when it's when it's burnt, which is cool. Um, but liquid sulfur is a deep blood red. Right. But volcanoes that with, with sulfur appear to run blue lava. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even know the thing. I was like, I want to see blue lava. That'd be amazing. Well, okay. I'm like, I want to see blue. Wait, I'm next to an exploding volcano. <laughs> we don't want to see lava. Mm, no, 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 no. Um, and so then the last thing is, is kind of a, um, a good ending yeah. to it. The yeah. positive things. Positive things. Positive. The silver. Right. It's not just hell and damnation. Hell and brimstone. Fire and damnation. Um, sulfur is removed from fossil fuels, which is good because it means it's not burned, right? Because if it burns, it burns into acid silicon rain. dioxide and it comes down as acid rain. Boo. Um, H2SO4, sulfuric acid. You tell it, Cindy. Right. Um, <laughs> but the refineries end up having like, just huge piles of elemental sulfur lying around. Yeah. Like, what the heck do you do with that? Uh, you make cool <laughs> yellow brick houses. <laughs> A huff and all, puff and all. Smell, smell yourself, but, but it won't smell. It won't smell. Yeah, so there you go. Oh. Um, but so ninety percent of that gets turned into sulfuric acid. So for they're other reusing horses. it. They are, but the ten percent they're not is still ten million tons a year. <laughs> Something like that. So it's still like ridiculous amounts. Like, what do you do with ten million tons of sulfur? So, Again, you make a sulfur castle. Okay, sorry, but you have to keep making them. Make it a continually big <laughs> castle. Okay, I would live. Okay. Dear refineries, if you make me a sulfur castle, <laughs> I will live in it. <laughs> Let me find out 20 years later something bad that happens because of living Everything's going to kill me anyway. Well, that's Cindy. true. Um, so this guy, Jeff Pyun, P-Y-U-N, he's a biochemist at the University of Arizona. So what he was looking into is making sulfur into um, plastics to use in thermal imaging devices and lithium sulfur batteries. So if you melt it, uh -huh. And you add diisopropyl benzene because it, it melts really easily and is really pliable, but then it, it you can't work with it. Right. It's silver. So it stabilizes the polymers, and so you get this like red plastic, and it doesn't have a smell. Huh. So to be able to use this and that kind of stuff, so they could use that excess sulfur and make some cool stuff out of it. That would be nice. So that would be That's pretty cool. That's a lot of leftover. Uh, mm-hmm. Sulfur and, light around. And it's super it's super simple. That was one of the things, th things the guy said. He's like, it's pretty cool because you just like, brr. it's not like a complicated chemical process, which a lot of this stuff is. Yeah. It's just like, melt it, put it in there. Yay. Sprinkle <laughs> <laughs> a little of the diisopropylbenzene. Polybenzene. I'm the comic relief in this. I'm not the scientist. <laughs> Well, that's um, cool. I yeah. hope he does do something with that. So that would be pretty neat. Yeah. yeah I think that's... I think that's, that's about it. Have, yeah. That is your stinky, stinky sulfur. Sulfur smelling. Mm -hmm. But remember that sulfur doesn't smell. Just the compounds. Right. So next time someone says it smells like sulfur, say, uh, nope. no, no, it smells like sulfur, sulfur compounds. compounds. And then they'll say, you're a jerk. <laughs> and you'll say, thanks. But I'm a smart jerk. <laughs> exactly. So that's all we got, I think. Mm-hmm. Cindy, where can they find you? Uh, I'm at PacificMammalResearch.org on, on Facebook and Instagram. That's it. At PacMam, PacMam.org. P-A-C-M-A-M. How about you? Oh, thanks for asking. I was waiting. 
<laughs> I had a cookie in my mouth. Oh. Sorry. I brought her a cookie. It's uh, but it's the day between our birthdays right now. This so. is true. Happy, so happy birthday, birthday to you us. and me. Yes. So I brought her a cookie because I'm poor right now. Yay, um, cookies. Yay, poor. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at Run Mama Run 50 by 50. That's 50x50 on Instagram. You cannot find me on Facebook. It is a private account that I don't let. Well, I have a private account too. I just yeah. have the other one. Yeah. I just make my Instagram Instagram public public um, because sense. of my blog. You can also um, which is super funny. You guys should read it. I need to write another one. You do. Well, uh, I have something coming up. I do weekend, have a so run coming up that I can't today. go to. Yes, yeah, Cindy was supposed <laughs> to be my running buddy, and you know she's like her body's falling apart. So. Yeah, I'm getting old. So um, I'm running it by myself, and my mom's gonna drop me off at the top, and then when I get to the bottom, I'm gonna nurse Charlie. So. It's all downhill. It literally is all downhill. <laughs> Which, cool. is why Which is why the fact we that I up for didn't it. train for it <laughs> is going to be okay. It'll be fine. I really didn't train for this one. Be, it'll be a great You'll be able blog, to walk the next day, but it's fine. And you can find my blog at um, run50by50.wordpress.com, I believe it is. I don't know my own website. You should look into that. Oh, well. <laughs> you can find it. It's on WordPress. So uh, I think that's it. And that's it. I think that's all. Coming up after this will be silicon. silicon. And then I won't mess up silicon because I'll want to say silicon. Yay. So. That'll be good. So uh, thank you so much. Stay curious. My name is Grace. My name is Cindy. And listen again. Subscribe. That was scary. smell that's what i was gonna say well obviously because it smells like rotten eggs what is it what is it i don't know it's not sulfur actually it's fire and brimstone <laughs>